It's your boy Jake Barber with the Studio Noise Podcast, working in conjunction with the Stay Home Gallery. They produced a, a series of shows, invited curators to produce a series of shows. And this one produced by Jasmine Wilson. And this show is called Inward, an exhibition inspired by collective isolation and intimate encounters with ourselves. Over the past year, yo, it's been a lot going on. And so all the artists in this show kind of talk about the kind of feelings and things that have occurred during this time. And now today we have our special guest, Miss Rowana Teller, coming live from, where are you now? Lagos, Nigeria. Lagos, Nigeria. All right. One of the international yeah. artists in the show. Her work is absolutely beautiful in the show. Tell us a little bit about yourself before we get to talking, Rowan. Um, okay. I am a visual artist living and working in Lagos, Nigeria. I started painting in school and I finished school in 2019. And since then I have um, been painting and trying to evolve and like work with new materials as an artist and setting up my studio practice and all of that. But I basically... My work borders around um, emotions and mental health and how to cohabit better with it. How was it uh, during lockdown in Nigeria? Did y'all have a lockdown like the way we think about it here in the U.S.? Oh, yeah, yes, we did. But it was crazy because I couldn't, I could not leave my house. And at that time, I did not have materials to work with. And that was, that was really, really bad because I, I was basically just, it felt like I was in a box. I couldn't go mm. out. I couldn't do anything. But um, towards the um, the middle of the lockdown, I was able to get paper and watercolor and ink. And that was when I started exploring ink and um, watercolor. And I made some like really nice paintings and like a really nice series from that too. So, I think it's a win-win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, the the conversation i'm having a lot with people it it happened to me too like just being just to have a moment to not be in the rat race you know what i mean like going around doing all the running around and all the stuff we usually do on a daily basis you know take some time to sit down and think about stuff but there was also a lot of sorry there was also a lot of uncertainty you know like nobody knew when it was going to end nobody knew when it was how it was going to end yeah yeah for sure so uh, until you got your paper what were you doing um, I started working on like a very tiny piece of paper because I needed to get like a large size, like around 32 by 42 inches, but I couldn't get my hands on that. So I had a small sketch book and I just tried to do some things on that, in that sketchbook rather. Yeah. It's watercolor, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I completely dig that. I actually went back to doing sketching too. So that was, that was really awesome, young. So when you finally got your paper and started up, like what was on your mind as you started making things? At that point, I had like a lot of free time with my hands. So I I was watching a lot of um, movies and things keep myself busy. So the series I created at that time was basically, it was influenced by a particular movie that I watched. Um, I think the title is The Blue Bed by Maurice Maeterlinck. It's a really old movie. Mm. So it's about um, finding the bluebird of happiness and how the children did not know that the bluebird was with them all the time. And basically, it's basically an irony of how um, humans go on or are on this journey to finding happiness when they have it all this while and mm. then realizing that they have it all this while. 
Yeah. That's basically what the series is about. So mm-hmm. is watercolor and stuff not a traditional medium for you? It is, but it's not my primary medium. I just started working with that and I will I'm going I have plans of revisiting that this year, later this year when I'm done with um this series that I'm working on. So let's get to the work that you submitted to the show. First of all, like were you doing any shows or anything like virtual exhibits? Like during the time, guys, because you know everybody wanted to keep the art market going, so that was the the thing yeah. to do, like to do these virtual shows and stuff. Oh no, I was not doing any shows around that time. I was just like trying to finish up the series and trying to see how everything looks. And then I I think I saw the open call on Instagram and I read the statements and then I said, oh, this is in line with what I'm working and it kind of goes hand in hand. And let me just speak my work since i like what the idea of the exhibition is about yeah so let's talk about the first piece uh that i have in front of me waiting for florence okay so um throughout the series as i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i there is a repetition of this name florence 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 it appears in like more than four paintings i think and i with this use i decided to personify my stressor slash my anxiety because I when I made that decision I did not I had no idea that oh it's a thing that I had no idea that it is a um, coping a healthy coping mechanism so I just went on Google and I searched and I was like oh okay well this is actually something that makes sense and so I decided to employ and use that name Florence throughout the series so it's basically this um, the figure waiting for Florence, who is an extension of herself, but basically the extension of herself that she has been having like problems with and who she has decided to like finally meet and have a talk with. That's just what it's about. So I'm using personification. I'm personifying the emotion, basically. How did that tie into kind of the color work? I think the colors are pretty gorgeous. Oh yeah, um, I usually work with ultramarine and purple and cerulean, but for this series, I decided to work with warm colors. I wanted this feeling of warmth, like orange, red, brown. Like I just wanted like a consistent color theme for the series. Yeah, now and the technique that you use for uh, putting the texture in the body uh, is pretty impressive. That something that you use on your work a lot, or was it something you experimented with? It's something I use in my work a lot. I started out painting like that, but my textures are not so heavy. It's just that I think it's the brush strokes. Yeah. That's just how I started painting out. Yeah. I really like that, Joan. And so is Thank there you. a meaning behind the kind of incomplete figure, like the the way the head kind of... The face, yeah. yeah. The face is incomplete. Tell us about that. Okay, um, that's how I started painting. Because I I remember it was 2017, and I started working with oil on like small A3, A4 canvas pads, and I started working at, um, out with uh, faces before I transitioned to figures and like capturing gestures. So I started the face, and halfway into the um, painting, I just stopped and I was like, oh, I like how this face looks this way. I think I'm done with it like this. And that's basically how the style started out. So all through 2018, 2019, 2020, and 2021, that's something I've just been going along with. 
yeah what what does it mean for you like does it do you think it has like a deeper meaning like after you you know you know how it is when you're doing stuff and you kind of find a little yeah, thing that you like like do you think about like what uh additional layers does it add to your work sometimes i say i thought that it um translated to how some of my figures feel and how they sometimes um feel incomplete since the um part of their heads are cut off mm-hmm. yeah yeah so that's like basically what it translates for me yeah I, I i i like that idea too especially when you're dealing with a subject like anxiety or waiting yeah. i think something like visually representing that sense of incompleteness yeah. uh i think is really effective so let's go to the next one. Uh, let me tell you how I got Kilimanjaro to do my bidding, which is an incredible yeah. title. <laughs> Just a, a little by itself, yo. So uh, tell us about this piece. Okay. So I remember I said um, like the whole series is about meeting with Florence and trying to um, dialogue with Florence. So in, let me tell you how I got Kilimanjaro to do my bidding. This is a um, painting that captures like the aftermath of meeting Florence and dialoguing Florence and defeating Florence and finally like getting to the top of Mount Kilimanjaro and shrinking the mountain and it's kind of like a power pose and like being satisfied and being what's the word being I'm looking for another word but I'll just say to be satisfied um, of like managing the situation and being um happy that oh i could finally shrink this mountain and walk around the mountain and let it do what i wanted to do instead of um the mountain um dictating things to me as right. it used to be so it's kind of like a change and like a happy moment right i love that joe and so what what was the mountain that you were conquering I would say recurring overwhelming emotions. That mm. is the mountain. Like, you know, I said I uh, personified an emotion and named it Florence. So mm-hmm. I um, or I was conquering recurring overwhelming emotions and like trying to sit with it and trying to understand where they are coming from and how I can you know, navigate it better. Right. So during this period while you were making all this work, like how much work did you produce? Like in the time? Um, I initially I set out to produce it, but then as I was working, I said, Oh, I could like actually increase the number of paintings. And then I said um ten. And then I said twelve. But now I'm done with ten and I still have one more to go. So I'm settling for eleven. Oh, that's that's dope, yo. Is that kind of a normal yeah. uh productive um pace for you? Or is this more? It is it is a productive pace, but since I'm working with like a new material, it's kind of challenging and mm-hmm. the time I'm working the time I'm using for one painting, I would initially use that for like two or three paintings. So mm-hmm. it's time tasking and all of that. Yeah. That's a, that's awesome, yo. And so what what have you learned about yourself in working in this way? Ooh, I've learned a lot. I mean, this process has been very documentative and self-reflective and all of that, but I have mainly seen, like, growth. And, you know, there's something about um, seeing things in front of you, like having things arranged and seeing them physically 
um, as opposed to seeing them in your head and like not being able to pick them out and say, oh, this is what happened at this time. This is how I went through this. this is, went through this. This is how I um, navigated this and all of that. So it has been really, it has been really good. I would say seeing everything out in front of me. It's like it's like seeing a movie. I don't know if I'm making sense. It's like saying. Like I said, it's documentative. So it's like seeing a movie and seeing everything that I have gone through and all my triggers and all the patterns, especially the patterns and how I like listen to myself and how I go better. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that, Joe. And so, were you were you isolated at this time, or did you have like a little bubble where for people that you were interacting with? Oh, I wasn't. Hmm, that's very funny because I started the work last year in November, and during um like february to may i was in this kind of space where i did not want to like speak with anybody i was like going on and off social media mm. and like just trying to concentrate and trying to like understand and like finish up the work and all of that but i i think i would say i was in kind of bubble okay yeah, yeah. So where do you, when you, did you live by yourself or did you live with, did you get with family or anything like that? Oh, no, I live with family. Okay. Yeah. So and I think that may, I asked that because I think <laughs> it makes a difference, right? Because uh, yeah. a, a lot of times people were caught um, not being able to be with family, right? And so that has a particular effect on the work too. So tell me a little bit more about the process behind making the, the piece like Kilimanjaro. Um, okay, so if you notice, there's a background that has like an, a map at the background. Yeah. So um, I introduced, there are four paintings in this series that have a mental map at the background, or I would say a fantasy map at the background. And I did that to um, enable the subject or the figure to, to keep track of their emotions throughout the journey to Kilimanjaro and meeting mm. with Florence and all of that. So it's kind of like a timestamp and like something to refer to that, oh, this is what happened at this time. This is um, the um, location or the place I'm meant to meet Florence and all of that. So it's kind of like a timestamp awesome. or an emotion stamp rather. <laughs> Sorry. No, nah, go ahead. Go ahead. What were you saying? Yeah. I just wanted to say like, it was like also an emotion stamp. And yeah. also, like, um, makes the the work more understandable to whoever sees it. No, I like that. So the name of the overall series is what again? As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Okay, tell me, tell me more about the series as a as a whole. Okay, um, would you like to know where I got the inspiration? On? Yeah, yeah, um, all the stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so it was also during, funny enough, it was during um, the lockdown. No, not during the lockdown. Okay, yeah, it was during the lockdown last year that I got the inspiration for the series. The title, rather. So I was watching a cartoon. I don't know if you know, um, what is this cartoon called? Bob's Burgers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know that cartoon, yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's this episode that has, um, uh, as I walk through the alley of the Shadow of Ramps. <laughs> so I... The, yeah, the title was very catchy, and then my mind just went to um, the Bible reference, as I, Psalm 23, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, and all of that. 
So I just I just um made a mental note and then I had to write it down in my notes to so that I won't forget. And then I also wrote some some things that I wanted to paint, like some ideas basically so that I won't like forget the concept. Mm-hmm. And then I think after that, I started building up on the idea. I started researching. I checked some 23 for like biblical references. I also have like a painting that has um, a, a biblical reference in this series. And it's basically the, um, as I walk through the value of the shadow of death, the shadow of death just serves as a kind of metaphor for the figure's mind. If you understand yeah that. yeah i get that yeah yeah and at, um initially i was trying to see if i i was trying to decide if i should make the um to, should, sorry if i should make the series like a collective journey or just a solitary journey so that was like something i spent like a lot of time thinking about and then i just decided to make it a solitary figure going through the valley with um, a horse as a companion. So it's just one figure who eventually meets their, um, an extension of themselves and like, defeats the extension of themselves and has like a triumphant ending, so to say. Oh, so it's like a, like a, your own hero's journey, like, like <laughs> yes. through the paintings. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, yo. And so in conquering yeah. these like emotions, uh, was that a process for you that you went along with in the pieces or was it something in your past that you manifested? Um, it was something in my past, but also something that I just came to realize that I did. Mm, if, right. Yeah. So like I said, it's, it's, there's something about seeing um, everything that you have gone through, like, in the physical something you can something tangible something like that you can like it's kind of like journaling something you can refer back to and something right. you can hold and read and visualize that right. was, that's the word i basically just wanted to like depict the whole journey visually yeah yeah i like that and i, I and i get a sense just from even without seeing the paintings just with these two uh as part of the story they get a sense of that of that journey of uh, self-enlightenment you know like dealing yeah. with like things that you uh have have been through and gone through and and healing that goes along with what yeah. in, a, in that journey is about that's that's pretty nice show and to do it in such a young <laughs> age <laughs> yeah like you're, 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 you're very young and i think uh that that's Ooh, good how, joe how old do you think um i i don't know you just said you finished university oh, okay. So I'm, I'm. Oh yeah, so that was in um, 2019. Yeah, so that's like two years ago. Yeah. So, so I would think that you were younger just from that alone. I could be absolutely wrong. Oh, but you're not wrong, anyways. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, but I, but I think that's good. So, like coming out of this journey, and even like now in the pandemic, I don't know where y'all are in the in the pandemic over there, but. Over here, we kind of are getting vaccines and everybody's kind of getting back out. Like things are starting to open back up and get back to normal. Like having in just relating it to this series as you complete it and you've kind of conquered your Kilimanjaro. Uh, how do you yeah. feel now going back out into the world? Or are y'all going back out? Um, we're already 
back out and I have already like been vaccinated. I have taken two doses and all of that. So everything is, I won't say everything is back to normal, but like everyone is free to move around and do things they wanted to do during the lockdown. Right. Right. So does this uh, make you feel better, hopeful, give you a sense of direction, like coming out of what you want to do with your art career now? Well, it, it kind of makes me hopeful. It does it does make me hopeful because I, I'm also looking forward to um, my next series and like the next idea or concept that I want to talk about. Do you have it already or are you, are you still searching for it? I have snippets, just like things I have written down. I just have to build up on them and research and all of that. And also like find the medium that I want to work with. Nice, yo. So we expect yeah. more watercolor works, more oil paintings. Yes, like what yes, are we expecting? Because I want to revisit um, watercolor and like see how much more I can get out of the medium and ink too. So was that more because it's such a big difference between oil and watercolor or is it something about watercolor that you are just enjoying, like particular effects or anything like that? Yeah, I like this, this thing I do with watercolor. I have like five layers. So I, I work with layers. I make it very, very transparent. The first layer, then I lay the second, the third, the fourth and the fifth. So I'm trying to see how that will flow well with ink. That's awesome, That's something yo. I want to, yeah, something I want to explore. Ah, I love it already, yo. <laughs> That's good stuff. Tell <laughs> them where they can tell everybody where they can find you. Okay, um, you can find me on Instagram at Rowana Teller, R-O-A-W-N-A-T-E-L-L-A, and my um website, RowanaTeller.wordpress.com. Everything is on my Instagram. So, like, Instagram is a central thing. Once you just get to my Instagram, you see every other thing. That's what's up, yo. We definitely going to follow you. Yep. Yes, we appreciate you taking time to talk with us. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, for sure. That's it for this special episode of Studio Noise. Just think of these special episodes as the mini artist talk to go along with the show, the virtual online exhibition, Inward. You can find it at stayhomegallery.com slash exhibitions slash inward. So check out the work from the show. Come back, listen to the artists for the show. It's all a good time, baby. <laughs> That's what we do. And of course, if you like what you hear, you want to hear more from Studio Noise. We got over 117 episodes in the archive ready for you to check out. Just waiting. All the artists, black artists that you want to know, that you need to know right here on the noise we sure do appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Come back. Hear the rest of the artists in the show. Come back for more noise. And we'll see y'all next time. Appreciate you. <laughs>